When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. For today's episode, we are actually jumping back to an episode idea that we had a couple weeks ago. Um, We are going to be analyzing some more unpopular opinions on Reddit because you guys really liked it and Megan and I also had a really fun time going through everything. I think that might have been one of my favorite episodes that we've done. It's just like so fun to look through and then see if you agree with stuff that people have posted or maybe people post stuff that you've been thinking this whole time and you didn't realize so many people agreed with it. So we really like it. If you didn't go on Reddit, not that this is an ad or anything, but you should go check it out. It's kind of fun. That kind of opened my eyes to Reddit. I think Mm -hmm. before then I'd never really gone on it. And uh, since doing that episode, I've gone on it and I looked at a thread about like shower thoughts where it's, you know, thoughts that like you're just sitting in the shower and you're like, wait, that's kind of weird. Like you just kind of like think about something that like a weird you never thought about before. But before we get started, we're going to start off with our weekly spotlights. So I'll go first. My weekly spotlight is that we have started the process and hopefully are finishing the process of like actually sub- hitting submit on our PT applications. We have submitted to two of them so far. Um, and then we're also hoping to finish submitting to three more by the end of this week that you're listening And so I'm really excited to just get the whole submission thing done. And then obviously I'll have like hopefully interviews and stuff coming up in the future that I'll have to stress out about then. But the actual like application stuff has been a little nerve wracking just to make sure you're getting everything figured out and you are like paying attention to everything. And so once I get past that, I think it'll be really nice. Yeah. And something else related to that, we got emails today that our transcripts are starting to get received by PTCast. Uh, so Megan, uh, both of her transcripts are received. I'm hoping that by the end of the day, um, they have one of mine right now. I'm hoping by I the end so. of the day, I'll have both in. And then I will have everything submitted to PTCAS, which is really just like a relief. If you've ever applied to grad school, which probably isn't like a huge number of you guys, probably but not. maybe in the future it'll apply to you guys and you'll just kind of like know what we're talking about and how there's... Honestly, it could be worse. Like it could be way worse. All of our stuff is through a centralized website, so it does make things easier but it's a lot still and you just have to like double check everything and it's not really easy to get help. Like it's a very much like the process is like all on you. If you don't get something right, there's not much that can be done as far as like, oh, like let us help you fix that or something like that. So I'm just really glad to just be getting so close to being done with that. So my weekly spotlight is just, I think today's been a really good productive day for us. Um, I feel like I'm kind of adulting, which I know sounds dumb because I'm not doing that much (laughs) but I feel like as you get older and you start like doing things that like oh like normally like I always have my mom or dad here with me and then you're like I'm doing it by myself and you're kind of like gaining that sense of like I'm you know really an adult in this world so we had an eye doctor appointment this morning uh went really well guys I just have a side note I'm like literally blind in my left eye not actually I was in the room with Sierra (laughs) because we were both had our appointments kind of at the same time and that was just like one of us in the chair and then we could like switch out really quick and I was I actually, like, didn't look at the thing that much because I didn't want to, like, laugh if you, like, got something completely wrong. So I was just, like, minding my own business. But I did watch for one of them. And and I was, so, for my right eye, like, when it comes to reading that stuff, you know, in the distance, like, it's like I have 20-20 vision. I don't actually, but I can read, like, the lowest line that it showed. He says, switch to my left eye. And I'm like, you know, buddy, I just really can't read any of that. Like, it all looks blurry to me. So I just made a guess on the third row, and I think Megan said I got two. Right. Like there was like five letters and she maybe got two of them. Like it was like similar shapes. Like I guess I could see what you were going for, but I was like, no, yeah, my left <laughs> not eye, right here. my left eye is not very great. But uh, so we did that and then worked out, which is not really like adulting, but still productive. <laughs> and then we went and picked up some furniture and like we didn't even tell anyone we were like going to pick up furniture. It's just like I ordered a dresser online by myself and we picked it up by ourselves. And I have to go back and pick up my TV stand because our car is not big enough to fit Megan's dresser and my TV stand. So I'm probably going to do that after this podcast. The guy, we got my dresser first. It fit in our car and he had to go back in the, like we said, we had the TV stand too, but 
he started walking back. Me and Sierra both like, there's shaking no, our heads. There's no way it's gonna fit. Like, there's just not gonna be room. Like, it wasn't even kind of close. Like, the top box of like my dresser really was pretty close to the roof of my car. So he probably should have just been like, it doesn't look like there's gonna be anything else that's gonna fit. But he like works there. He like went and got it. He like rolled it all the way out. And we're just like, and we collectively no. were like, no, it's just not we'll gonna back. fit. So then we had to come back and. It's a pretty heavy dresser. Like, nothing... It's not insane, but it's, like, me and Sierra are only, like, two fairly small girls, and we're trying to get the dresser out of our car, because obviously we have to go back and pick up the TV stand. We have to take the dresser out of my car, because we don't have another car that's going to fit in. And so, I back up, and I'm, like, we back up our driveway so that it's, like, the little distance as possible, and then we were looking for a... Dolly. Dolly, because I assumed our dad had one. He does not. I don't even know if we'd be able to, like, properly get the dresser on it to, like, actually get it to work. But we ended up being able to, like, get it out. Sierra, like, shoved it from, like, inside the car, and I, like, pulled it out a little bit, and then we both kind of, like, slowly helped it down. And then we were close enough where we had it, like, standing upright and then just kind of, like, flipped it flipped it over, not, like, flipped it again. And then we could, like, shove it. So it's in the garage right now. I did realize that, like, instead of just moving in on our own, which I thought is what we'd be able to do, we probably are going to have to ask someone like our grandpa or someone to help us with furniture because it's not all going to fit with, like, our suitcases and stuff, which is kind of annoying, but it's not like we live that far, so it'll be manageable. I just thought we'd, like, be able to do it all on our own. I think that pretty much, like, I mean, yeah, I have a couple more things I want to do today, like, maybe maybe start editing some videos or, like, continue editing, and then... I think I'm doing that tomorrow. <laughs> I might do that tomorrow, too, honestly. <laughs> I have to be, like, in the mood. It's weird because today is one of those days where... I mean, we got up early, too, because we had to take our dad to work, and, like, we've been pretty productive since then. We were going to record this podcast earlier, but then we didn't have our podcast stuff with us, but, like, we've been going, 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 and it's just happened to be, like, it's, like, three o'clock now, and I'm, like, what happened? Like, I haven't even been taking that much of a break. We were at the eye doctor longer than I Like, almost two hours. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, I was (laughs) gonna say, so, we haven't gone to the eye doctor for a while, but, you could like, we could tell our prescriptions were, like, not... Up to where they needed to be. I actually think that they've improved from they what did. he said. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so we were, like, looking at different frames and whatnot. We have pretty simple frames if you, like, watch our vlogs or anything. Like, they're just black. I have, like, the tortoise color. But I got some clear. They're called crystal. That was the color. But, like, I got some clear frames. And I actually think they look pretty good. So that'll be a fun new change. And then we don't have, like, the exact same. They actually are the same frames unintentionally. But Sierra got them in gray. Yeah, the gray will be a fun little twist for me. I was wanting, like, more of a dark brown or black, but they didn't have any. So I think the gray looked good. We'll so. roll with that. And I think we're ready to jump into the first unpopular opinion. So, first unpopular opinion, if you guys want to know the thread that I'm on, this is reddit.com slash r slash unpopular opinion. Uh, so the first one is we should have free public gyms like how we have free public libraries. And I'll read a little bit of the synopsis, see if the author can sway us a little bit. Being large is an epidemic in America, but yet there is no easy way to exercise for free besides running. That's why I suggested we have public gyms like we have free libraries. Just like knowledge from books, everyone should have free access to the ability to be fit and healthy. And with gyms costing money and often a decently hefty sum, most people don't want to pay for it, and especially those who need it most. If we had public gyms to be sponsored, we could make it A, easier for people to have access to gyms, and B, cheaper for them as well. That way we can have both an educated and fit population. So what's your initial thought? Um, I don't know. My first thing is that there's already so many options for different payment levels for what people can afford, I feel like anyways. Like there's really expensive gyms and there's like pretty affordable gyms. So I don't know. Because like isn't, I'm not going to act like I know what the price of Planet Fitness or anything is, but, like, we had an Aspen membership yeah. for, like, 10 bucks a month. And, like, that was because there was some sort of, like, couple... I think me and Sierra were, like, on a couple's plan. We were. <laughs> because, like, the guy that was signing us up was just, like, honestly, like, that'd be the cheapest way to do it. So, like, we paid 20 bucks total, so it was, like, 10 per person. And it was an adequate... Like, it wasn't, like, a disgusting gym. It was a nice gym with, like, nice staff, nice equipment. And that was one of those uh, memberships where it's, like, a franchise gym and you can Mm -hmm. go to any location. So that was nice. So I feel like if you look hard enough, there's going to be options for people, you know? Plus, aren't community centers... Like, I know not everyone, like, goes to a community center, but, like, aren't there workout classes there free? 
Maybe. Or, like, okay, our grandma goes to the, like, senior center all the time, which, like, I know you probably have to be, like, I've a never, certain age to do that, but, like, those are free, right? I think they are fr- Actually, I'm trying to remember. I might have asked her once, and then she's like, no, they have to pay, like, a yearly a year. Oh, yeah, fee. I think it's just, like, really cheap, though, yeah. for the year. So Honestly, I guess that's not free. I don't know of any other community center except for, like, theirs. I don't really either. Because she says that, and I'm like, I don't know, if, like, I don't know if any other, like, Des Moines area suburb that has one, but maybe she just But, like, you know what spot. else? We, like, this is kind of related to our class that we just took this summer. Like, the com- there is, like, a lot of tax money put into mm-hmm. ways that can help people be healthy, whether it's, like, increasing walkability in a community or, like, increasing bike trails and, like, stuff. Or parks are great places to, like, yeah. if you, like, have to work out, you know. I feel like, and also, it's really not, like, that expensive to stay in shape. Like, if you want to work out at home, just, like, invest, like, these one-time purchases mm-hmm. where it's, like, get a couple dumbbells, get, like, a yoga mat, I don't and that's not like, going to be a recurring payment. Yeah, I don't feel like it makes sense to say, like, the only way you can do this or, like, work out is to, like, have access to a gym because there's sidewalks outside, there's parks available. Like, I don't know. I just kind What of, makes it necessary mm-hmm. for there to be free public libraries? <laughs> um... Honestly, I've hardly used a public library. Does that, like, you just go there are the and books, sit. Like, the books are free, right? Or I swear you have to pay a membership, so, like, you can just go there for free, right? I honestly don't know. I, I don't feel know. like you wouldn't have to, but then I also, like, we used to have a library card, and I'm like, I swear you had to, to pay for that? I thought you had to pay for it, but I was a child, so I didn't really ask. So, I don't know. I honestly don't use, like, free, or I don't use, like, public libraries that much either, except for, like... I guess the University of Iowa Library is technically a public library, yeah. and I use that a lot, but again, that's just, like, because I go there to study, and I don't use any of the books or anything, but the res- like, there's, like, printing, actually, printing's not free either, so I don't know, like, printing's not free, but we had, like, access to, like, a bone box for studying for anatomy, <laughs> and that was free, except you had to, like, give your student ID to them, and then there's scanning stuff for free, but other than yeah. that, I just kind of sit at a table you can do that anywhere okay the next one is being socially awkward doesn't make you an introvert this one i was scrolling and i was kind of like is this an attack on me you know those things where it's like a twitter reply and then people like respond with the picture of like i don't like this photo because i'm tagged in or something that's how i feel okay i'm gonna read kind of what they have below it there's a big difference between being socially awkward and being an introvert And I'm not saying that if you're socially awkward, you're not an an introvert. There's a reason why most socially awkward folks are introverts. So the connotation is there for a reason. That being said, I see so many people that use that as an excuse for being socially awkward. There's no real issue about it. It just seems like people too closely equate the two. I'm an introvert, but I do great in social situations. And I've had so many people tell me I'm not an introvert because of it. Okay. Interesting. I feel like I get what they're saying about the connotations, how people kind of are like, you know, I feel like they group socially awkward shy introverted all into one bubble and I feel like I've been guilty of that too I call myself an introvert I could probably be considered socially awkward in some sense but like also not like I wouldn't say I'm the worst you saying that kind of makes me feel like I would classify myself as an introvert and I don't have any issue like saying that but I almost like I don't necessarily feel like I'm a shy person I feel like like maybe I am I don't know I should look at the definition of shy but I just feel like I don't Maybe it's, that is the definition of shy. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was just going to be like, I don't go out of my way <laughs> to be like super out there. But when I'm around people, I know. And like maybe shy only applies to like people you don't know. Or like how like you act around people you don't know. That's like the kind of situation that I think of. Because when I'm around someone I don't know, like even just like going to the eye doctor, like I was pretty comfortable. Like if you were to ask my eye doctor, I don't think he would say there was any like social awkwardness in that scenario. But like, that doesn't mean I didn't feel like, you know, a slight pressure when it comes to like interacting with them. Do you know what I mean? I guess I wouldn't say it was like socially awkward. I don't think he would have said that either. It's just like, I kind of like don't like add to like the discussion or like have small talk or anything. I just kind of like, I feel like I just get slightly anxious when I am in like a social situation where I don't know the people. Which is probably not the same thing as being socially awkward. But I do feel like I'm one of those people that, like, it takes in a situation, effort. I, like, overthink everything and, like, I'll say the wrong things. I was literally... Us at um, No, I was talking about at uh, Blaze. I was in line to, like, get my pizza and I was wearing, like, my high, like my old high school shirt. And this guy that's working there is, like, in high school. He's like, oh, like, you go to Waukee? And I said, yes. And I was like, well, actually, no, I, like, 
went there. I actually graduated two years ago. And yeah. he's like, well, because he was like, well, what grade are you going into? And I was like, I actually graduated two years as soon ago. Because I was behind her. And as soon as she said, like, yeah, what did you say, do you go to Waukee? She said, yeah. And I, in my head, I was like, you should have said, I did. Or like, I, I went there. That's like the thing that I don't think about when I'm like talking to people. I just like can't, can't I was foresee. Like, when we were at Homemakers today. I mean, it all ended up being fine. Like, that's what I'm learning is, like, as I'm growing older and, like, getting into those... And I should stop caring so much. Mm-hmm. No one else cares. Getting in those, into those situations more. Like, I'm just... They're just trying to help me out. Like, let's have a conversation. Like, I'm getting much better in those kinds of situations. But it still is, like, it takes more effort for me to just, like, get myself to do that. And... But I'm getting better to, like, just not, like, prolong those things. I also realize I get, like, way more anxious. Time like, the adult situations that we're trying to put ourselves in. Mm-hmm. I get so anxious, like, my first time doing that kind of stuff because I'm like, Mom, I don't even know what they're going to ask. Like, going and filling our prescriptions, I think we, like, might have talked about this. We were like, give me, we like, did. a play-by-play of what I need <clears> to say yeah. because I, like, don't want them to ask me something. And then I'm going to be like, I don't know what that even means. But yeah. kind of, like, back to finishing up the question, I think that introverted is techni- technically, like, the definition, I think, is you get your energy, like, you need to, like, recharge by yourself. And it's not so much, like, in a social situation, like, you are shy. I think it's, like, you just kind of, like, get your energy from being alone. Whereas yeah. some people, like, need to, like, be in a group <laughs> setting. All right. Um, this next one, I can tell you. Do we agree s- or disagree with that unpopular What opinion. was it saying? We didn't even, like, say if we agreed or disagreed with them. First, First one, disagree. I also disagree. And then second one, I agree, I guess. Same. Okay, this one, I already know I disagree with it. This one says, I like tooth pain. Hmm. And then hear, hear them out. As a child, if any of my teeth became loose, I'd sit all night wiggling it back and forth, enjoying the shocking numbness it created until it fell out. We'll just leave it what? at that. Um, I am picking this because a couple, about a week ago, I, well, actually, a year ago, I got a root canal. Also, if you ever have to get a root canal, like, no I was, worries. like, do not worry. I was, like, so stressed out because, like, I just feel like I'd heard, like, horror stories about like, people getting root canals because, like, it's obviously, like, the next step up from getting a filling. I've had plenty of fillings, too. So I was, like, n- no stranger to fillings or anything. I'm used to just, like, the not so, like, it's not a bad pain. You just kind of have to get through it. But, like, root canal, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is going to be so much worse. I was really nervous. It was the exact same pain level of getting a filling, if not honestly better, at least from my experience. So if you have to get a root canal, do not worry. This is a side note, but when Megan found out, like, I was job chattering and she had to pick me up, and she rolls up, and I open the door, and she's got tears streaming down her face, and I was like, oh my god, what happened? How did I get a root canal? I was like, weren't you just at the dentist? It's fine, though. And then after getting a root canal, I would assume they do this all the time, but I don't know how their dentists work. They're like, okay, we're gonna have to eventually put a crown on like the tooth I got a root canal and like blah blah so they're like we'll do that next summer I don't know why they waited so long but they wanted to like they really wanted me to just like wait until summer to do it maybe that's easier I don't know but I got my temporary crown last week and that really kind of hurt like not the actual procedure but like afterwards like my gum was like a weird color on top I was kind of concerned and then that went away but like Ugh, just tooth pain really gets to me and like fillings are no problem like that pain goes away pretty fast but this was like a lingering pain for like the next couple of hours and I just like all I could do is like I tried to like blow air into like my mouth to like keep pressure on it because it just hurt really bad but then I took ibuprofen it like kicked in and then the pain went away but it was like for the first day I had to like keep taking ibuprofen every couple of or like every four hours because like it hurt like enough for me to be like ow like this has to stop yeah, I mean, I just don't get most pain sensations I would not say I enjoy. Like, in the sense of, like, you know how, like, if you rub your back or something and it's, like, ow, it kind of hurts? Mm-hmm. I get that, well, but, like, like that. a toothache? Like, mm-mm. I don't think so. Do you have any fun tooth stories? No, I don't think so. The first, uh, let's say how we each, like, lost our first tooth. <laughs> oh, my God, fun connection. Okay, so, the first time I lost a tooth. <laughs> okay, my first one was, like, a canine tooth, and I think I went to like our bathroom and I was like gonna it was really loose like you know those teeth that are like really just barely hanging on I was going to go like I think I grabbed a tissue because I was gonna like see how much I could like wiggle it (laughs) and I like went to like kind of like go wiggle it and it just came right out like it just I barely touched it I thought you said you were like taking a deep breath 
because you were like oh, getting that, ready, and that you're was like, it. I was like, this wasn't the story I was trying to. Yeah, and you like, I, like grabbed it onto it. Fell. Maybe I was trying to pull it out. I don't know. I think I must have been trying to pull it out. So I was like taking a deep breath to like. I mean, it was really loose. So I was like, this will be fine. Like it's gonna come out. But I like literally just like took a deep breath and it came right <laughs> out, no pain whatsoever. I think it barely even bled because it was just so ready to come out. So that was All how right. I lost my first um, tooth. I was in first grade when I lost my first tooth, and we were sitting down like for calendar time because like they ran. I just remembered something after we were done. And I sneezed, and like this was like when I was still young, where I like sneezed into my hands, and my tooth just came right out, <laughs> and I was just holding it. I think I just like kind of held it and like hit it. <laughs> okay. There was one time, this is just like another how I lost my tooth story, there was one time we were playing either kickball or like softball (laughs) with our neighbors. I don't know how old we were, probably like eight, probably not actually, maybe like six or seven. I don't know, it doesn't matter. But we were with our neighbors and like we had different bases, like a tree was first base and I don't know, there were different bases for the different ones. And so I was guarding as I was supposed to, I was on the, um, I was on defense and so my, our oldest sister Haley, she was on the other team. She was on offense. And so um, I'm guarding. I have my foot on the base because you're supposed <laughs> to. Because otherwise, like, she wouldn't be getting out, you know? And so I, she, like, kicked the ball or something. I don't even remember what you we were playing. I think it was kickball. Someone, like, threw it to me or something, or I got the ball, and I'm standing on the base. Like, she's already out at this point. Like, she's not, like, she's out. And then she comes running, like, on, she comes running to first base and was sort of, like, yelling at me because I was standing <laughs> she's like, on first base. Way. She's like, you're not supposed to be standing on the first base. And then for some reason, she's, like, eight or nine at this point, she slapped me in the face <laughs> for, <laughs> for standing on the base like I was supposed to. And because she was mad that she got out, and then she slapped one of my teeth out. So, like, I spit it out into my hands, and I was like, <laughs> at that point, like, I probably didn't Megan, even cry. Megan, like, starts crying. You I did probably, start no, crying. I, I went to say I probably didn't hurt, but then I started crying, and I, like, walked <laughs> walked back to our house, and, <laughs> and I was like, please don't tell mom. Yeah. Like, it's just, the story's funny now, but I don't understand how her instinct was to just, like, slap me. <laughs> <laughs> because she's never done that before that or, or since. since. So Like, we're not, like, a, we don't, like, hit each other a lot, like, mm-hmm. siblings, you know? Like, growing up, we didn't, like you know, punch and kick and slap each other. I guess I can say I feel like you've been slapped in the face. (laughs) But, like, I guess Haley was just really, like, trying something new that day. (laughs) All right, well, that covers... So do we... We disagree with tooth pain. All right, now we have the next unpopular opinion. This one is, People who watch The Bachelor slash Bachelorette are the equivalent of village idiots. Now I'll read the little subtext portion. Um... What is it about the show that hooks people in? I seriously don't understand it. It's framed as a reality show, but we all know they're acting for the camera every second they're on TV. Or do village idiots not know that? Every time the show airs, it always trends on Twitter, and it's just absurd to me considering there are more important issues that should be getting more attention, but apparently something about superficial and fake matchmaking do it for many people. The fact that this show has been around for as long as I can remember makes me think that it's a fake trend. Um, it should have ran its course by now. It's getting predictable every episode that comes out. There can't be that many idiots watching this trash, especially when they have all the media entertainment at their disposal. Do you have, like, an initial disagree? First of all, I want to say, Megan and I actually don't watch Mm -hmm. The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I will say, I've never watched any previous season ever, but I did watch a couple episodes of The Bachelorette this season. Just because Luke P was really like, what is wrong with him? Because everyone was bashing on him, like, and I had to figure out what was going on. And I agree with everyone's, like, Tyler C. was, like, the best option. <laughs> Luke P. was so annoying, but that's all I really, like, I didn't watch the rest. So I'm not, like, that interested in it. I want to say, like, first off, I don't really understand, like, the whole village idiot yeah, thing. Like, do you just mean they're dumb? Yeah. Anyway, I think one thing I want to address with their opinion that I don't really think is valid is, like, the Twitter trending thing. Twitter trends are generated because people are talking about one thing at one time. Mm -hmm. And when something's airing on television, like, everyone's going to be tweeting about it. Like, giving their opinions. Sorry about that. uh, Giving their opinions on what's happening in the show. They tend to use, you know, Bachelor, Luke P, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, the same keywords everyone else uses. And since it's happening at the same time, because that's when the show is airing, like, it's going to become a trend. You can't expect, you know, everyone to be talking about Syria issues at the same time. Or, like... Who's to say that these people, like these people, can't like just watch the Bachelor, I know, Bachelor, I think in their free time? Like, it's like it's entertaining. I watched the episodes. Yeah, um, it's not something I think I'll like keep watching in the future. But like, especially with how much people talk about it, like you want kind of get interested in like the characters and what people are talking characters. about. Characters, <laughs> the characters. I don't know how much of it's real or not. Um, 
but I think it's interesting, and, like, if people want to watch it because it's entertaining, like, they even say there's a whole bunch of other media entertainment out there, like, that's, that's one of them. I don't get They make it sound like you can't have, like, I feel like everyone has, like, everyone that's into it knows it's, like, trashy television, but, you like, know? it keeps you, like, they just want like, to know. there's so many things, like, would being, like, addicted to, like, My Strange Addiction be any better? Like, who's yeah. to decide what form of entertainment, like, what TV shows are worth, like, you know, intellectual enough to be interested yeah. in. I think... I've even watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians every once in a yeah. while. It's entertaining enough for me to just, like, watch it if it's on. I think I think a lot of people get mad when they're like, oh, this is, like, too, like, these are just dumb people on TV, like, making them famous. I think they get bitter about that, and that's why they, like, refuse to watch either, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like you said, or, you know, Bachelor, Bachelorette stuff. I mean, that's fine. Do what you want. You can think they're dumb, but, like, that doesn't mean it's not entertaining. And at the end of the day, like, isn't that the point? Like, just to be entertaining. Um, so I would say they're I see not, what they're saying, kind of. I just think, like, everyone has, like, their things that they they're into. They just really hate The Bachelor and Bachelorette because that's the Lots only people thing people like what about. they like, you know? Yeah. But again, it's their opinion, and they can have it. And they can have it. I we just dis- disagree. We will respectfully disagree with it. All right, so the next one, hear me out, okay? It says, and I oop is one of the most annoying things I've ever heard. Um, I wanted to talk about this mostly because it reminded me of just, like, Visco Girls in general. And if you've been on TikTok, because I feel like that's where it's, like, most relevant. Like, Visco Girls is, like, a thing and, like, everyone makes fun of, like, what Visco Girls are. What does it mean to be a Visco Girl? Or, like, if a Visco Girl posts a TikTok, all the comments are, like, this this girl's a Visco Girl. And I just wanted to say it really, really bothers me when people make TikToks of Visco Girls to make fun of them. And they use the and I oop thing over and over. And then they the laugh. The laugh is what I hate the most. Like, okay, this is what they say Visco girls laugh like. Have you ever heard anyone laugh like that? Ever? I've never heard anyone in my entire life laugh like that except for the people making fun of people who apparently laugh like that. Like, Visco girls are not annoying. People who make fun of Visco girls are annoying. Uh, yeah. So, I don't ha- I didn't really care much that much about like, the unpopular opinion. But I feel also, like it's... I have something to, like, related to this. I thought And I Oop was funny when it first yeah. came out. Like, I said it, but now I'm kind of over Now I'm, it. like, I, I'm over it, but I also kind of feel attacked because I thought it was funny when it first came <laughs> out, and I'm definitely not a Visco girl. Like, any of, like, the key traits that a Visco girl has, I don't. I also think it's interesting because I feel like Visco girls, and I didn't, like, come up with this, but, like, Visco girls, I feel like, are usually in high school, but it's also, like, sorority girls are, like, these stereotypical, stereotypical, sorority girl is like a visco girl in college you know it's like it's like scrunchies hair in a bun big t-shirts like that's what like because sorority especially girls wear like all the time their big t-shirts are like their sorority Hydro flasks and then like stickers on your macbook like that's just like same thing just like different names and so i think it's interesting that like no one except for one person i've seen has like made that connection that it's not a new thing it's completely the same well else bothers me is there's people that are like visco is an app it's not like a type of person i'm just like do you remember when Tumblr was a big thing and people were like, oh, you're such a Tumblr girl? If it has a name and you get assigned a name because, like, there's certain traits that go with it, then, like, it automatically, like, it's a thing. Becomes a thing. Like, I get that it's an app. You know, I'm not done. Yeah. But that was all I really had to say about that. If you're a Visco girl, like, live your Visco girl life. I don't care. <laughs> make your little Visco just, hangout. <laughs> just make sure you don't laugh like that. I don't think anyone does because, honestly, I've never once in my entire life heard anyone laugh like that. That was all I was trying to get at because people need to stop doing that. I'm annoyed every time I hear it. All right, so the next unpopular opinion is male beauty gurus slash men who wear makeup really don't deserve the hype. Men have been wearing makeup for a long time, so to see so many nowadays doesn't surprise me much. You have idols like Prince, David Bowie, and various visual key bands? I don't really know what that's saying. Um, Did the same decades ago. Makeup has always been unisex anyways. I never knew why it's been so progressive in our current super woke generation. Uh, The most... Subscribed makeup guru on YouTube is Jeffree Star. I just don't find anything amusing or the progressive men or that progressive with men doing makeup. Sorry. I think this is kind of counterintuitive to what they're saying. I feel like this is missing the mark a little bit for me. They're saying this is like so normalized, like in their opinion, it should be like so normalized that like therefore why the extra attention? But then it's like, well, what if it's just like the attention? Because. Well, I think. People like them. It's not normalized though. Like, you know how many. I know, I'm saying they're saying it's normalized. Like, we know so many people that are, like, is that a guy? Like, when I'm, like, I've yeah. watched James Charles in front of, like, family before, and they've been, like, is that a boy We live in Iowa, just doing FYI. It's not makeup? like we live in, like, a very, what, 
like woke LA area or anything. <laughs> and it's like not to say they're like, you know, are disapproving of or anything. There's kind of like a guy. It's new. It's not something that's very common. Like I'm sure if I were to show my dad, he'd be like mm. he'd be like interesting, but like okay. Yeah. Just more of like in a it's not that normal, like in my opinion. I feel like it's definitely becoming more normal, but I also think that part of it is just their talent. I feel like men tend to gain more attention, like, the more talented they are, because they're like, wow, you're a guy that's doing makeup, and it looks, like, that good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, you know, Jeffree Star is good at makeup. James Charles is pretty good at makeup, you know, aside from his foundation matching. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's becoming normalized. Like, I don't think that, like, people that watch them are watching them specifically because they're men in makeup. I think, I think they're, they're not just, even watching them bec- just because they're makeup people. I think that they, they, they have, like, like the larger-than-life personalities, like, on camera... Not that, like, women can't either. Like, just Jeffree Star has a pretty wild personality, and so I feel like people are drawn to that. I think what you just said kind of makes sense, because I feel like, you know, makeup is seen as, like, a feminine thing, and, like, it makes sense. Like, it doesn't really, like, make them any different. I don't know if this makes sense, what I'm saying. But, like, Jeffree and James, like, they're not, like, the stereotypical male, obviously, and, like, their personalities show that. Or, again, it's... They're pretty... Like, they have, like, a niche on YouTube of, like, they're pretty distinct in who they are. Obviously, like, the more males that are, like, joining makeup and, like, growing larger audiences, it, like, becomes less of a niche. But there's a lot of, like, woman beauty doers on YouTube. Yeah. It's hard start to, to blend together. stand out in that sense. Blend together. They blend together. <laughs> and so I feel like, like, the reason that guys probably get more of the hype is because they stand out so much more. So I would say, like, I disagree with what he's saying just because, one, I don't think he, whoever wrote this, I don't know if it's he or she. But, like, they didn't word their point very well. And also that I don't think it's normalized as much as they were saying. And also I think that that's one of the reasons why it gets hyped up so much is because they are standing out more than, like, the millions of female beauty gurus out there. All right. So, agree or disagree? I'd say disagree. I would disagree. Okay, guys. We were scrolling. And I literally, like, when Megan got to it, I was like, did I write that? Because I've said this to Megan so many times. And I know you say it every time, but it's a good one. So the unpopular opinion, which should be popular, is there is no point in identical single stall gender bathrooms. Um, Just have two unisex restrooms if they are single stall and they're the exact same. Yeah. I mean, I've been to so many places where it's like single user restrooms and it's like, here's, you know, a men's single user restroom. Here's a woman's single user restroom. I say just put everything you need in either of the bathrooms and say, guess what? This is a family restroom. Anyone can use it. I agree. I don't think there's, like, much of a debate here. What's really confusing is because I think it's becoming more common. But, for example, like, let's say you're in a gas station. They have, like, two restrooms. One's male, one's female. And, like, some places are pretty, like, relaxed, chill. And, like, they're not going to care if even, like, they see, like, a girl go into the g- a guy's restroom just because, like, if, if the other one's full. single user. You know, so, like, are you talking about single user or, like, full Single installs? user okay. is what I'm... But it still, like, is marked as a men's restroom. Yeah. I, like, some places are, like, whatever, like, go in the other one and they don't care. But it's also, like, social norms. You don't know if someone's, like, in line behind you, like, or if a guy is, like, waiting in line and they see, like, a girl walk out of, like, the men's restroom. I feel like just by having those signs, like, it makes it more socially, like, or you like don't know what like, to do. I feel like he would be, like, well, I should have gone to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I think the reason, like... Instead of just, like, ignoring it and saying, like, whatever, just go in the rest, like the restrooms anyways, which some people do, and, like, I've done that before also. Like, sometimes you just, like, whatever, I'm not going to wait. And so I think the signs should just be changed because then everyone's on the same page. Whatever restroom's available, you yeah. can use it because, again, there's hardly any difference between either of the restrooms. Or what bothers me, I feel like I've said this before, and, like, people be like, well, yeah, but the men's have a urinal. Okay, well, us women will just not use it. Or men don't need urinals. You don't have a urinal in your bathroom at home. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just there's no reason to not be able to use either restroom and, like, they shouldn't be labeled, like, male or female. Like, everyone probably has the same amount of germs, so if that's a concern, like, it's just or shouldn't maybe be. being split 50-50, like, we can, you know, clean up <laughs> each other's slag. I don't know. Um, but I don't have the stats with me of, like, which gender has, like, a grosser bathroom. Men. <laughs> For sure. Well, then, well, then that's Do we want to share a bathroom with them is the question now. No, I think that it should be gender neutral or family, whatever. You know, whatever sign they feel more comfortable putting out. Okay, this next one, we mostly want to read just because we think it's funny. And I honestly, I do not have like an agree or disagree thing on this because like it's kind of a joke, but see or take it away. 
Okay. Rhode Island should not be a state, and Puerto Rico should become a state so we don't have to change the flag. (laughs) And basically they're saying, you know, the entire state of Rhode Island is pretty much in the Boston metropolitan area, so I think it should just be part of Massachusetts. And in order to keep 50 stars on our flag, Puerto Rico, welcome aboard. I just thought that was That was funnier when we first read it, but, like, their whole reasoning was, like, Rhode Island is just, like, a teeny tiny state anyways. (laughs) Like, just merge it with another state. And then Puerto Rico can become a state without any any issues with the flag. I've looked at... Have you looked at drafts with, like, 51 stars? Yeah, it's kind of off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look good. But, you know, I won't base my, you know... But, like, whatever. The flag yeah. has changed before. It'll probably change in the future. It's weird to point. imagine, like... Because Alaska was not added that long ago. Right? It's weird you to know? think about. Weird and so, stuff. like, in Hawaii then, before that, it's just kind of weird that, like, the flag has not always been 50 stars. Okay, so the next one we're doing is an unpopular opinion. I guess I'll just read it first, and then I'll explain, like, kind of why I picked it. So it says, I think this opinion is unpopular specifically with young adults. Juuling is a huge turnoff. So I don't know if you've been, how long you guys have been listening, but in the beginning, one of our test episodes that we were thinking of putting out was, like, a mainstream things that we dislike, and so juuling was something we talked about in that. Or we, like, don't think have any merit. So I think we talked about horoscopes, juuling... Just, like, a couple different things, and then the episode never made it. We also, like, don't think we're going to remake that just because it was kind of all over the place and not done very well, but since juuling is such a, it's not even a hot topic right now, but it is mainstream because everyone's doing it, let's talk about it. So, their little sub thing says, I'm definitely a hypocrite because I don't mind weed usage, but something about a vapor jewel just clocks me, just clocks most of the attraction (laughs) I feel for a person. Megan was like, did I read that right? Um... So, I'm against juuling. If you jewel, like, there's only so much I can do. I can't be your mom. I can't be your boss. I'm just, like, going to be get honest that and a lot say of it, how I feel. I know that a lot of it happens because nicotine is in it, and so it's addictive. Like, I get, you know, it's not just easy to stop. My problem is with people trying it in the first place because they feel pressured that's, or they think it'll make them cool. That's when you have the most power, like, in yourselves to, like, say, I'm not going to do this because I only know that it's going to probably increase. I mean, that has there. to be, you have to know... Or in order to say that, like, to have the opinion me and Sierra do, you have to be of the mindset or opinion that it's going to be harmful to you, which we are. I know some people think, you know, no, that stuff isn't proven or, like, that's in cases of, like, extreme usage. So, again, you have to, like, I can't tell you what to believe in or not believe in, but, like, that's what we see it as. Again, it's also one of those things where you have to, like, weigh the pros and cons yourself. People could say us drinking however much Coke we do is, you know, just as unhealthy for us. I was thinking of that because I was kind of like, I've seen that argument a lot when it comes to, you know, everyone has their bad things. Like, you know, people, obesity is a huge problem in the United States and like McDonald's is still open. People still eat fast food. And here's what I would say to that. Um, Juuling is bad. In my opinion, there's no benefit to it. There's no benefit to drinking. But there is a lot of proof that that can exist in moderation and there's not going to be harmful like outcomes because of that. So, yeah, but I feel like you could probably say the same thing about dueling. It's only been the extreme cases so far that have I guess, come out. I'm playing devil, <clears throat> devil's advocate here. That's, you know, me and Sierra like to do that on this podcast so we can try and remain, you know. Because I'm sure there's at, at least one sides. person who's listening to this who has a jewel. And, like, I'm not trying to bash you in any way. I'm just I just feel really, like because of the addictive. I hope that you stop is, like, what I'm saying. I think because of the addictive component of it, like, you never know if you're going to increase how much you're dueling or, um... You know, I don't know. I've never tried juuling. Or like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not addicted to Coke. I feel like I just like it, and that's why I drink it. And I don't know. Maybe you could be like, well, you're addicted. Yeah. But I've gone, like, I can easily go, a, sorry about that, a day or two or whatever without drinking Coke like and if I, think, I really wanted to. And again, I would think that in moderation it's fine. Maybe some people think that about juuling. But again, it's so new. Like, you never know what studies are going to come out in the future. People used to think smoking was healthy. Like, just throw that out there. Mm -hmm. And clearly we know now it's not. I do think juuling is good for people who are trying to get off smoking because it's it's just going to be healthier than smoking, for sure. It's so sad to see, like, our generation was the least likely to ever start smoking, and so it's sad to see them all get addicted to nicotine through vaping and juuling. Um, And also, back to, like, the question, is it a huge turnoff for us? For me, yes, it is. If I'm For dating me, someone, I'd like, be a deal breaker. Yeah. Like, as bad as it sounds, I just don't want someone who's addicted to something that, like, they can't control. 
And also, it's just so freaking annoying to me when someone pulls out their jewel out of their pocket and they, like, have to hit it, like, in the library or something. Like, that I happens. just think that is the People most annoying thing. hit it in the library, and they're, like, obviously sitting with, like, their group of friends, like, who either are, like, mindless, don't care, or, like, they think it's, like, funny, so, like, haha. But it's just an annoying thing to be around for me, and again... Like, it, that dependence is, like, also what bothers me. Like, you have to, like, hit it every freaking ten minutes. It I just is, like, you can't, ten minutes. you can't, like, not be, like, oh, my God, you jewel. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's again, like a personality you, you guys can do what you want. Like, it is up to you, okay? I feel like we've tried to stay, like, open to both sides. You can come at me for my obsession with Coke and, like, me drinking it every day. I get that, okay? I'm just being honest with you guys because that's what this episode is about. And I think drooling is not something that people should do. And that if you are currently drooling, you should work your way up to eventually not drooling anymore. Lower your nicotine You guys can levels. do it. I have faith in you. And you guys can do it. So, otherwise, if you haven't jeweled, don't, don't. try it. Um, if you you're in a social situation for doing it, and you feel like pressure to, don't. Like, it's not going to make you any cooler. It's literally just flavored air. That like, like what? Okay. So that is our opinions on jeweling. Okay. So this next one is another one that we were scrolling through, and we thought it was funny. Maybe it won't be for like maybe it won't be funny when we read it now, but it was funny. So this says, if you can't walk up a flight of, hold on, let me try that again. If you can't walk up a flight or two of stairs, you're pathetic. First of all, I just love how heated they are because they, like, that's the only thing that qualifies you as being pathetic or not. But it says, I'm sure it goes without saying, but let me preface, this obviously doesn't apply to the elderly or anyone who is legitimately disabled, so. And they said, fat is not a disability. And then so thank says, you for that clarification. I work in a three-story building. I'm on the first floor and routinely have meetings on the second and third floors. The sheer number of people <laughs> who absolutely refuse to walk 14 steps, and then they have 14 exclamation point in parentheses, to the second floor is appalling. It is such a ca- it is such a catastrophe to walk up a flight or two of stairs that you'd rather stand at the, at an elevator for 10 to 20 seconds. Um, again, I just thought it was funny how passionate they were about this, and I'll like partially agree with this. If you want to wait for the like, it kind of comes down to like the whole. If you don't want to do what you want, just like okay, doesn't matter to me. But at the same time, it's not that hard to walk up a flight of stairs. Half the time, people don't even like think about it. I think usually the default is to use the elevator. Yeah, and like usually, I feel like stairs are off to the side, like kind of like uh-huh. a fire escape kind of path, you know. So like our mom, for example, she works in an office building on like the third floor yeah. or something. And we always took the elevator up, not just because I'm like, oh, I can't take the stairs. I'm just kind of like, the elevator's right here. Yeah, it definitely is part of, like, just it being the norm. Or, like, I will not say, caring to, like, you know, I don't care that I have to wait 10 to 20 seconds. I, like, or maybe, like, I, you know, am tired. I didn't feel like walking any further. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Um, I will say I started following L.A. Toma or L.A. Toma Gustin on, Grant Gustin's wife, on Instagram. She is a physical therapist. I don't know if she practices at the moment, but... Um, every Monday she posts like hashtag stair life Monday and everyone that like uses her hashtag or texts her in their stories and like they're going up the stairs. It's been a surprisingly like strong reminder to me to just like use the stairs like at any point where I could like instead use an elevator or escalator or if I'm on an escalator like walk up the escalator. So it was like it's weirdly like a small thing that only happens like once a week but now like usually anywhere now I go I'm kind it, like, of like time. go to the stairs go to the stairs so um if you want some more stair motivation, then, like, follow her stories or something. You could meet her posts if you don't want. <laughs> she doesn't post that much else on her stories. So, honestly, you could probably do that if you just wanted some, like, reminders to use the stairs. But, um, as far as, like, disagree or agree... I feel like I'm kind of neutral uh, about this. Yeah. I think that, you know, if someone was like, oh, you should take the stairs, like, you should be able to be like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, let's yeah. take the stairs. If you're going to be, like, annoying... Like, if you were to be, like, annoyed about, like having no reason to not use the stairs, but just, like, other than you simply, like, didn't want to, then, like, come on. Use the stairs. You can do it. Um, but other than that, like... I think it's mostly just, it's like, It's just, a, like, whatever, you know, habit. All right, so this next unpopular opinion is, motivation is not as important as self-discipline. With the new school year approaching, everyone is saying how we need to stay motivated to do well, complete work, study, etc., and I hate it. We shouldn't be motivated to do it. We should have enough self-discipline to do it, even though we don't want to. An author never completes a book because he or she was motivated for the entire process. He or she finishes it because he or she sat down and wrote something every day until 8 p.m. until it was finished. I'm not going to pass my test of labeling European countries if I only practice for it when I want to. I'm going to get 100 because I complete the practice test after school every day. 
Students should be taught self-discipline instead of trying to keep us motivated because it's more important skill in life, and frankly, it's less annoying to hear every five minutes. Reading that, I actually feel like that kind of fits our mindset, or at least like how we work, like in school especially, because, you know, that, just like the part where I was saying, doing it until 8 p.m. or whatever, I'm going to get 100 because I complete the practice test after school every day, like, me and Sierra, I guess, like, that's how we choose to study, not because, like, we're motivated to do so, it's that's because... That's, like, another thing. We get so many DMs all the time, or, like, comments where it's, like, oh, how do you stay motivated to work out? How do you stay motivated to study? Like, maybe it it's is not, more so a thing yeah. of self-discipline. It's not so much, like, do I want to? Not really. Yeah. You know, obviously, like, working out, sometimes I do want to, but, like, sometimes I don't. I don't think I ever want to study, really, <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. So, I think... That and that's like because we know that we can kind of like schedule times out and like be disciplined in that sense because it definitely is more discipline than motivation, at least for studying. Like, it is, I'm never motivated to study like ever, but I'm disciplined enough to know that if I want to do well and like in college, believe it or not, you can aim for 100s on exams and getting a perfect score if you try hard enough. Like, some people think some people think it's impossible, like, not going to happen, and I'm here to tell you that that's wrong. And that, especially on multiple choice tests, not for every class, like biology, for example, not happening. <laughs> um, you could study to do well, but it was not going to necessarily, like, there were some trick questions, but a lot of classes actually are, like, going to be pretty straightforward, or, like, at least I think anyways, and it's definitely reasonable if you were to put the discipline, or have enough discipline to study enough, you could get 100%. And so, like, you don't have to say, I'm not going to get 100%, I'm just going to do as well as I can. Like, you can say, no, I know what I have to know because I have a study guide that I am supposed to know everything from, and I have these notes that I need to make sure I know everything from. You can do it. Hmm, I think that's interesting. I feel like going forward, I kind of want to start switching from how do I stay motivated to, like, how have I disciplined myself to do all these things that I'm, you know, supposed to do. I think that's honestly a better way of describing Mm -hmm. what it is that keeps me doing everything that I'm supposed to do. Because, let's face it, I'm not, you know, motivated to do all the things I have to do. Most of the time I'm like, oh, I have to do it. Oh, no. You just, like, have to do it. Um, But, yeah. Which is hard to, you know, sorry to interrupt you, but, like, it's it's hard to develop that self-discipline because, like, literally it's doing something that you don't want to do Uh when you don't want to do it. So it's like, well, why would I do that? And, again, as we're, like, approaching the school year, if you guys are going back to school, it becomes, like, a personal thing of, like, you know, again, you can aim for 100%, like I said, but you don't have to, and some people aren't going to want to be disciplined enough to do that, and that still is probably going to be okay for them. I'm just saying that the discipline's, like, all in how much you want to discipline yourself, and then, but it's just, like, you have control of that, you know? You can say, I'm going to study for, like, study until I know all of these objectives that have been listed throughout every single one of my lecture slides, or you could say, I know the general idea of what this test is about, and I kind of studied stuff. So it's just kind of figuring out, like, how well do you actually know? How much are you being disciplined in knowing what you actually have to know versus what you're, like, kind of studying, like, every couple hours on and off, you know? I think also self-discipline is sort of an aspect of, like, expecting, you know, something from yourself and saying, like, you know, I know that I'm capable of doing X, Y, and Z, therefore I will do it. Or I have a challenge for you guys, like, coming or going into the next school year. Some people obviously aren't going to be as interested in doing well to a certain degree in school like they'll want to do well but they don't want to like do like they don't care if they get 100% I want to challenge you guys maybe like at least once take one exam really seriously study as hard as you've ever studied before if you've never experienced what it's like to get like a really really good grade that you're proud of on an exam I think you should try because it's honestly the best feeling ever that's what motivates you you get that's what you should get addicted to (laughs) Because that's something that, like, you know how that feels then, and then you start feeling, I guess, kind of more motivated or, like, more reassured that you can actually do that. So challenge yourselves and, like, pick an exam to say, we're going to go as hard as I possibly can for this exam. And then if you've also never entered an exam and, like, felt confident about it or, like, me and Sierra try to study to the point, I guess, where hopefully during the exam... Like, I'm comfortable when I'm taking the exam. I'm not stressed about it, you know? And that's a good feeling to have. not not stressed. But also not worried. I think that sometimes Megan and I, like, we see people that get, like, you know, 50% on an exam. I understand, like, part of that is just, like, if you're not a good test taker, I get that. But I'm just, like, I feel like to a certain extent, like, if you know a certain amount of buzzwords, 
Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it depends on the class, but like you should get to a point where you like can go through all your notes. You know exactly what it's saying. Like I get we're getting kind of preachy with like all this school stuff. It's kind of not even. Really I just feel like we haven't anymore. done like a back to school episode. This is kind of like the most thing. Like the most we'd get asked about is like motivation, studying, stuff like that. So I'm trying to like shove that into like the end of this episode. But I would just say, um, like Megan said, pick an exam or like something where you can put all of your energy into it. I'm not saying to like kill yourself over you know the hours that you're putting in, but you know study it can be smarter, managed. not harder. Yeah, you know. Like, plan out what you want to learn for each day and, like, work in groups or whatever helps you study and tackle it day by day. Again, it's a process. Going back to being disciplined because this was kind of what I was talking about and you saying, like, study smarter, not harder. It doesn't mean, like, even more hours than what you're already doing. It just means that you're being, like, more focused with your studying and doing things that are actually helpful and not, like, if you're just perusing your notes, like, for five hours, that's probably not as helpful as quizzing yourself or like studying with someone else and asking them about different topics it's also important to like keep in mind uh you know just being somewhere and saying you're studying does not equate to studying you can be sitting at the library for five hours and if you've been taking too many study breaks like let's say you had a break and ate lunch like you might have only studied for one hour but you're like Mm -hmm. i was at the library for like five hours today you know yeah that's all i think we really have for this episode um if you guys are starting school soon because we're starting school soon yeah two weeks Good luck, and hopefully you guys get prepped and all that fun stuff. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram, our personals, and then also the According to Instagram. There will probably be a post up about this episode if you want to comment on any of the unpopular opinions and say if you agree or disagree, or, you know, at the end we kind of started rambling about school and stuff, so you can talk about that too. Also, make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast and rate this podcast. We Uh, love reading through stuff, so please type something out and we'll read it and it makes our hearts warm. (laughs) Um, Or if you just rate us five stars, like either works, but again, written is really appreciated. Also, uh, we like to share people's stories when they like post on Instagram saying like, oh, I'm listening to, according to, so if you tag us, uh, we will probably post Mm -hmm. it on our story. Um, Other than that, we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.